everybody, and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts. It's your hosts, me, Ariel, and me, Raylene. Ow. Yeah. It's Halloween. <laughs> it's our Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me think of Harry Potter. I was about to say that. Do you remember in Harry Potter 3, <laughs> Dreams Come Tree? Um, you remember in Harry Potter 3 when she howls? It was yep. the least convincing howl. <laughs> I know. I think about that a lot. I think about that a lot. I really love that movie. <laughs> God, that's the best one in the it franchise. Really is. It really is. They should have kept Alfonso on. I'm not saying the man wasn't busy, but uh, it would have been. Great. Imagine the Yule Ball Alfonso'd. Ooh, Alfonso-fied. Wow. Would have been dope. Would have been cool. Well, it is October 23rd for us, but when this episode comes out, it will be October 31st. It Spooky is day. actually, I think this is the first time we have actually prepared for something to come out on a relevant day. I know, right? <laughs> We almost forgot, too, because we did our Halloween-inspired recommendations last week, yeah. and then we were like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is That's the actual not... Halloween episode. Yeah. <laughs> we should do but something. But you know what? I think we've got some fun things in store for you Hell guys. Yeah. Um, Raylene and I read two books together, um, and yeah. not, ju- not just Buddy read them. We, like, phone called. We sat on video call mm-hmm. and read these books together. And they're both Halloween-themed, so we're going to talk about those books. This is, like, probably the most we've actually reviewed books in a long time, really. I know, right? Um, but then we also, I said to Raylene, wouldn't it be kind of fun or cool if we um, both secretly, without telling each other, picked a, bu- a Halloween-y book, mm-hmm. read it, and then came to this episode having read a Halloween book, and we can review it and tell each other about it. And Raylene thought that was a fun idea, so we did that as well. And then we thought, what the hell, let's go the whole way, men. <laughs> in for a penny, in for a fucking pound. And so we're also doing the Halloween book tag, which I believe... Um, oh, I thought, it was, I thought I was on the original one. This is the original one. Um, is it? No. <laughs> I'm on a Uh-oh. book blog. I'm on a book blog that links to another book blog. I'm on a book blog to book blog rabbit hole here. Oh. I think it might have been originally created by Book Adventures. Um, but when I click on Book Adventures' blog, it doesn't exist anymore. But <gasps> that's, that's pretty okay. spooky. It's <laughs> spooky. Um, before we dive in, though, Raylene, how are you doing? How is your life? Oh, it's great. So, actually, this is fun. At the time of this recording, I am moving tomorrow. Oh my god. <laughs> it got oh moved god, up. Yes. It got moved up so now suddenly I'm moving tomorrow and so today's kind of a mad dash of um picking up couches that we found on marketplace and um packing and just going crazy basically. So, yeah, so this is fun. I <laughs> we have a little window to record in and then I'm picking yes. up couches. So that's it's my day. day. It's a crazy <laughs> it is not just day, week. Everyone crazy is, week. It's nuts. Um yeah. Big question, huge question, important question. What color is the couch? Well, you're going to be disappointed, but the okay. couch, we're getting two couches and they okay. are gray. <laughs> okay, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Ikea the other day and I was like, mm. I saw a yellow chair and I was yes. like, wow, look at that yellow chair. And Kyle was like, I hate that yellow chair. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> we're going to go with gray, <laughs> but it's fine. You know, I'll be able to decorate with color. That's, that's what I'll really do. That's really interesting facet of life where it's like 
sometimes, and I actually have never experienced this, but obviously sometimes you're going to have couples that your relationship is super strong. It doesn't affect the relationship, but just aesthetically things might not line up. Mm -hmm. And so like color schemes or stuff, I never even thought that that would totally be a thing. Um, I'm my current relationship is the situation where Connor knows how much joy it brings me to do something and he's so neutral about it that he's just like <laughs> live your dreams Ariel yeah. live your dreams that's beautiful so I'm like, that's beautiful I'm gonna me and Kyle are pink. like both very st- we have strong opinions and we're both stubborn so <laughs> we have to compromise sometimes <laughs> oh man I I wanted to tell you a little adventure here that I had right before recording the podcast oh um and it's also an opportunity to plug our merch <gasps> mm-hmm. So um, I am currently drinking some tea out of our All Books Are Winners mug. And I don't think I've actually, maybe I don't, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast while actually having it in my possession. Mm. I got it sent to me a few weeks ago. This has legitimately become my default mug. Oh, So a couple of weeks ago maybe yeah months ago even um i made a joke on the podcast about like what if we made a mug that said all books are winners <laughs> and then it had all of the logos of the different prizes that we've talked about on the podcast and stuff and um we actually made the, the mug and it did really well and um we got a couple questions about it so we've done a second order and i suspect that this is going to be our final ordering of this mug yeah so we have 70 more I think the last time I checked, it went down to 70 more. So if you want one of these mugs um, or any of our other new merch, we have these adorable beanies. And oh my God, somebody posted a photo of them wearing the beanies on our Discord. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. It was shocking. It looks looks so comfy and good. And Raylene and I both got like text messages from UPS or something Mm. saying like yours is on its way. So we're done. That's going to be a very exciting moment. But anyway um i've been using this mug nonstop because the the color yellow that it is is truly outstanding yeah I agree. and the picture quality i think we did talk about this but the on picture the live quality show. of the print oh it was on the live show okay. yeah yeah the picture quality of the print is so high it's like 4k it was, it's like <laughs> this mug crisp. was printed in 4k resolution it it's is beautiful. i'm i'm obsessed with this mug um but the the actual adventure that i went on was i didn't know what kind of tea i wanted to have really and i always do breakfast tea like that's my my favorite and so i was like cool I'll just do a little, a little english breakfast tea but then as I was going to grab it, my mom had apparently bought a new box of tea. And it was apple cinnamon. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. I am for sure doing that. Fall vibes, Halloween vibes. But it was apple cinnamon chamomile. I don't really like chamomile mm. tea. So I thought I'll do both. <laughs> and I did one oh bag of apple cinnamon chamomile and one bag of English breakfast. <laughs> Threw them in there. Put the hot water on. And it just tastes like chamomile, apple cinnamony chamomile. Yeah, it's so, a very strong flavor. It's a strong flavor. It is pleasant, though. It is pleasant because I never have it. So I think um, at least it feels novel. The mug is <laughs> nailing it, though. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's my saga. <laughs> Quite the getting couches and I'm like experimenting with tea. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't the uh, the quite the adventure I had in my head when you said you had an adventure. <laughs> I was like, "What did she go somewhere? Did she find something cool?" Oh, oh, me? No. I used to live an adventurous life, and now I just 
think about am I supposed to rake my leaves maybe I don't know (laughs) my mom found out that like there's this study done in I think it was Michigan State University college whatever they call in the states that if you mow your leaves if you mow your leaves it creates mulch and that can fertilize the grass for next year and I'm like well that's better than having to like rake leaves and put them in bags yeah putting leaves in bags seems like an insane activity to me I feel like that would be so infuriating probably (laughs) flying around everywhere (laughs) dear god not fun not fun oh man all right it is time to talk about some books raylene do you want to start with the books we read together or the books we secretly read on our own let's start with the secret books because that's really fun and i've been dying to know what you were reading i've been dying to know what you're reading you go first tell me okay so as i am moving and have spent much of the past week packing i wanted to pick a short book so i um i actually had originally picked a different book i went to the library as you know ariel i went to the library and i picked out a photo but then i didn't read the book that i picked up at the library well that's funny because i did almost the exact same oh my god so (laughs) yeah i went to the library and i found slade house by david mitchell oh yeah and That one seems very Halloween-y. I read the synopsis and it even like takes, part of it takes place on Halloween and or like leading up Whoa. to Halloween or something. So I was like, this is perfect. It's not too long. I've been meaning to read it for a few years, blah, blah, blah. But then I got home and I was like, oh, well, let me just check my e-reader and see if I have any other books that might work. And I found the perfect book. So I read that. And that book was The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury. <gasps> That's really cool because you love him. And yes. I feel like he's one of those authors that we always like you always want to read more of. But yeah. you just keep not. So yeah. that's so cool. Whoa. And yeah, because it's the type of book that like you want to read it around Halloween time. And so if you miss mm-hmm. the window, you're kind of like, oh, well, I guess I'll wait until next year. And I think that's what exactly. has happened the past exactly. few years. Like, like a Christmas carol. I keep meaning to read that. And then yeah. December goes by and I'm like, maybe when I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so I read that. It was like 96 pages, I think, on my copy. So it was nice and short. Um, but I, I did just finish it like yesterday. So mm-hmm. it was it was a tough, tough finish, even though I um, it was short. But yeah, my thoughts on the book were a little bit mixed, to be honest. The first okay. few chapters were literally amazing. Like oh, so beautiful because the book opens up and it's halloween night and there's a bunch of these young boys who are all like 12 years old or whatever and they're like getting together to go trick-or-treating and they're all dressing up in their costumes and the descriptions of like the trees and the leaves and like the sounds that are happening in this town on halloween was like so beautiful like 10 out of 10 amazing writing highly highly recommend but then as the plot got going it got a little weird and it was kind of like what what is happening like what is even going on right now like i was more into the descriptive writing rather than the actual plot Uh, so it was a little bit like i loved part of it and was like neutral on a large chunk of it so i ended up being kind of more of a neutral read but those first few chapters my god if if you want to read something really great and really get you into the fall of mood just read the first few chapters of the halloween tree and you're golden (laughs) that's so awesome well i am glad so you had that as a physical copy or you just got that as a i had an ebook on my kobo already gotcha gotcha okay gotcha i was gonna say it's at least it was good to shrink the tbr but you did you did spiritually even if not physically exactly (laughs) so okay part of the reason i wanted to do this challenge was exactly what you're saying that it's like every year i have a couple of halloweeny books or christmasy books or whatever ebooks and i don't actually end up reading them at that time and Mm -hmm. i was like maybe if me and raylene do it as a challenge so did reading that book in October make you want to like read more Halloweeny books in October or do you think um, 
I guess it's the 23rd already, so we don't have that much time. Yeah, we don't have much time, but I definitely want to try and squeeze in at least a couple more like kind of horror thriller books. Mm. Like maybe not Halloween specific, but I do want to read more kind of spooky vibes because once it moves into November, I want to be like rereading favorite books and stuff like that. So I want to get all of the spooky yeah. books out of the way before November hits. So totally. I am kind of in that zone still. Yeah. Gotcha. I actually just um, was, I remembered, because one of the questions we're going to answer for our next episode, <laughs> spoilers, uh, somebody asked, like, which one of your favorite books reminds you of each other? We'll get mm-hmm. to that. Listen to next week's episode if you want to know what the <laughs> hell I'm talking about. So I was Teaser. looking at my favorite books, and one of my, one of my faves is uh, 15 by Beverly yeah. Cleary. And just remembering that that book existed made me want to cry. I miss it so much. (laughs) So I know you're doing like a rereading challenge in November. I'm at least going to join you with that book. Oh, yay. I need to reread it. I love that book. Um, There's something so magical about rereading an old favorite. Like, because you know you're going to love it and it's going to make you happy. And it's going to take you back to that time in your life when you first read it. And I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah. The other reason I wanted to do this challenge was because, as I've mentioned before on the podcast, um, I have I'm currently doing sponsorships uh, once a month on my YouTube channel with Book of the Month. Yeah. Okay. I think Book of the Month is really cool, and I get I get comments all the time from people really who are really mad at me because they're like why would you do a sponsorship for book of the month if they don't ship to canada you're canadian <laughs> and i'm like ah, okay you don't understand my audience is largely american yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not about me it's about reaching out to my audience and my mm-hmm. audience can buy it but regardless i think they're really cool and honestly oh my god you guys they are like so nice behind the scenes like via email and that really matters the respect it doesn't matter i've at the time that's a conversation for another time (laughs) every month they send me five to six books or whatever to mention on on my videos right Mm -hmm. one of the books they sent me this week do i have it around here somewhere i think uh, no i think i left it upstairs is the x hex by aaron sterling have you heard of this book no i have not okay so this is very interesting, Raylene, because it looks like a perfect book. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it sounds like a perfect book. Um, it was, it's, uh, okay, nine years ago, Vivian Jones nursed her broken heart like any young witch would. Vodka, weepy music, bubble baths, and a curse on the horrible boyfriend. Sure, Vivi knows she shouldn't use her magic this way, but with only an orchard hayride scented candle on hand, she isn't worried it will cause him anything more than a bad day bad hair day or two um and so anyway it all goes awry right she like mm-hmm. there's a curse and whatever it's it sounds really cute and it's a romance mm-hmm. and aaron sterling i'd never heard of right so i was yeah. like who's who the hell's aaron sterling it's the biggest plot twist you've ever heard oh aaron sterling is a pseudonym pen name for rachel hawkins who oh my god Hex Hex Hall, Hall, baby. I was just thinking about Hex Hall. The X Hex. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I want to give this book a shot. And that's why I sent you like, what if we write a Halloween book? Because I was like, (laughs) I'll read this one. So I started reading it. I could not get into it. Oh, no. I could not get into it. I kept trying to force myself to read it. And there's something about the writing that I just couldn't handle. I don't know what it was. So I was like, shit. Mean like Raylene already <laughs> agreed to do this challenge mm-hmm. and I don't want to read this. And if I keep forcing myself to read it, I'm just going to be miserable. But I have to read it because I said I'd do the challenge. I was like, oh, man, Ariel, you really backed yourself up into one of your classic corners. 
So I went to the bookshelves. Okay. The bookshelves solve all problems. I went to the bookshelves. I perused and I saw this book and it was like a, it's like the Mayan gods shone a light directly onto this book (laughs) in my shelves. And I was like, well, hell we're doing it. I'm going to try read, uh, reading the ghost in the house by Sarah O'Leary. Do you remember me buying this earlier this year? No, but I remember trying to put that on your rainbow shelf because it has many colors (laughs) on its spine. And I remember it being a real problem, a real nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so this is a book that I bought completely on a whim earlier this year. It might have like genuinely been like January or February. Okay. So it was yeah. a while ago. But I saw this in a bookshop and I think I just saw the title, The Ghost in the House. And I was like, oh, a ghost book? Because I don't, I feel like ghost books don't actually, I don't know of any. Yeah. Where there's like a proper ghost, you know? Yeah, who knows? And so <laughs> I started flipping through the pages and reading the synopsis and stuff. And it said, this is a book about a woman who wakes up in her house and she realizes she's dead and now she's haunting her own house and i was like hands down have to get this book need to get this uh bought it and i you know because i'd never heard of the author didn't know anything about this book the cover is not the most appetizing (laughs) most appealing so i was like i'll definitely i'll read that someday but it was gonna you know what really it was gonna be one of those books it's gonna be one of those random books never that's just sitting yeah. on my shelf for years and years. So I'm so glad we did this challenge because Raylene, this is one of my new favorite books. What? And oh my I god! Cr- I cried two times what? while reading this book, and what? I never cry at books. Oh my god! This is a very big plot twist. I know it's the biggest plot twist. So this is the story of, like I said, this character Faye, who at the right at the beginning of the book she gets up in her house and she's like walking around she knows something is wrong and she's hearing sounds and everything feels weird and off and she's like i think there's a ghost in this house and then I, i'm not going to spoil everything but basically she realizes she's the ghost that's like in the synopsis mm-hmm. so then she's trying to figure out what the hell happened what happened to me what happened to my husband and right away she realizes there's another woman in her house Ooh. and um her husband is remarried her husband has a new wife and has now a stepdaughter and has this whole new family (gasps) and Faye is just looking and she's like what in the hell is going on Mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna be honest with you guys this is not gonna be the book for everyone because (laughs) it is like a lot of my favorite books doesn't really have a plot it's a little bit meandering Mm -hmm. right it's a little bit it's more like thoughtful and it's a bit more like It's her coming to terms with the fact that she's dead, letting go of the relationship with her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is so beautifully written. And it is so, like I said, it made me cry twice. I don't even, I don't even freaking know, man. I was reading about her mourning because it was like, you know, she wasn't even really mourning her death as much as she was mourning not being with her husband anymore. And like realizing that she couldn't have him anymore. Right. Um, and one thing that I, I don't, this isn't really a spoiler. I don't think it's a spoiler. I think that if I knew this before going in, it would have actually intrigued me. Um, she eventually partway through the book is able to speak with her husband. Oh, cool. Um, sort of like Landline. You remember how yeah. like Land? Have you read Landline? No. I just keep telling you about it, right? I've read it. You have read it. Okay. <laughs> I'm a lunatic. I must have been thinking of someone else. Um, But like in Landline, obviously, for people who haven't read it, um, the main character 
can talk on this phone and communicate with her husband from like 20 years ago 10 Mm -hmm. years ago in this she's she realizes that it's been like five years since her death so that's why he has a new family and he's had to move on and stuff but you can see how broken he is and then she's back and they're able to talk and sort of hang out and now there's this like extra wife in the in the house (laughs) but but he obviously does love the new wife too Mm -hmm. it's just it's an emotional journey really (laughs) oh my god and i will say it wasn't very halloweeny she does have these weird moments of like rage and she'll like do like kind of ghosty things oh, okay yeah. um but it's never to the point of like she's haunting yeah, it's this not house scary. it's not scary um i just thought it was beautiful it's pretty short it's like uh, it's 190 pages oh perfect but also um it's uh, it's not written in vignettes so that's not accurate at all but it's like really short segments it's like okay. a couple it's like two pages and then a new section starts two pages and it's because like the ghost keeps like kind of flickering in and out mm. and so, oh raylene <laughs> i freaking loved this book oh it sounds so cool the it's ghost unexpectedly in the house. very cool the yeah. ghost in the house by sarah o'leary it's canadian oh she's yeah. canadian um where does she live university of british columbia and now teaches at concordia university in montreal there you go Amazing. And see, this is why sometimes you just need to pick a random book, even if you don't know anything about it, because You're you so know right. what? You know yourself better than reviews do, you know? Let <laughs> oh <my laughs> me tell you. <laughs> You're so right. My favorite Halloween movie, or like, not Halloween, but like spooky movie, is The Others. I think we've talked about this on the Oh, yeah. You, you got me to watch that last year. I think I and watched it And you loved it, right? So I thought cool. it, I mean, I liked it. It was cool. You liked it. Okay. I wouldn't say I, feel I loved like it, but. I got somebody else to watch it, and they, they also loved it. Who was that? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Love Nicole Kidman. <laughs> but like, that is also sort of a movie about ghosts. Mm-hmm. So I think I really like ghosts. Um, you should watch The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. It's not that scary. I promise it's not perfect. that scary. I'll watch it. It's the perfect time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the other reasons I got this book is because I had started working on a short story about a ghost. Oh. And it was a bit more of a contemporary story. And it wasn't like a haunting Halloweeny one. Mm-hmm. It was more like this. And so when I saw this in the bookshop, I was like, whoa, that might be good like inspiration. It was. Hell. I was like, <laughs> I gotta go finish that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get on um, it. Yeah. So anyway, it's such a massive, exciting success. It's so beautiful when you find a new favorite book. Like genuinely, um, I don't feel like I've added to my favorite books list in yeah, a while. And being that. able to be like, this is proudly going on that shelf. It's like a, it's it's interesting. It's a little bit of a quiet little book. It's not huge. It's not, and amb- it's not ambitious in like the plot or anything. Mm-hmm. But ha ah, hell, the vibe, the vibes were a hundred. Okay. Let's talk about the graphic novels we read. Yeah. Yeah, this was so much fun. This was so much fun. So I think last week, whenever we talked last time, we did talk about mooncakes, right? Yes. Yeah, we talked about mooncakes. We didn't, both of us were kind of neutral on that one. We had some issues with it. Um, But then we decided to go for a different book. And um, the first one that we read together was An Embarrassment of Witches. Yes, ma'am. I don't have it in front of me. What's the author's name again? (laughs) Sophie Goldstein and Jenna Jordan. Jenna? Nope. Jen. It's a weird font they used at the beginning. (laughs) Jen Jordan. Sophie Goldstein and Jen Jordan. And of course, if anyone's ever curious about the books we've talked about, they're all on the website. Booksunboundpodcast.com. It Mm -hmm. has the book listed. Yeah. Yeah. 
This book, I was a little nervous going into it because it has very mixed reviews on Goodreads. I don't know if you noticed that I before we started. I don't get why. Yeah, we freaking loved it. Like, it we was so good. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. It was great. First off, the, um, the art style was like simple and cute and good, but the color palette was incredible. incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, it's purple, black, yellow, green, little bits of blue. Like, it's very, yes. like spooky colors without being orange you know i like i love yes it is. i love it a really good way to put it like it looks it halloweeny felt. but there's no orange in it at all oh That's it's beautiful it was so good i love graphic novels that use a limited color palette and then just oh. kind of work with it like the main character's it's hair is cool blue vibe. and there's a blue owl and like everything is cool <laughs> oh i just love it i love looking um, at it so yeah i picked this book up a few years ago and I, you know what i don't remember where I wish I'd written that down. I guess it doesn't matter. But I remember a year or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride. No, a year or two ago, I saw this book somewhere and I was like, oh, it's a graphic novel about witches. That oh, sounds great. I barely looked into it, brought it home. Yeah. And then just didn't end up getting to it, whatever. I um and so when we and Raylene were like let's read more another because we'd had so much fun even though we didn't like mooncakes that much we did mm -hmm. enjoy hanging out and reading a graphic yes, novel exactly. and we were like let's do another Halloween one and I was like I've got this one so Raylene checked your you checked your library mm -hmm. and they had it and so we were like okay sure well let's do it we both went in pretty blind and the story is basically about these two best friends mm -hmm. um one of them is more of the main character for sure and it's basically like you meeting her in this really strange place in her life kind of a transitional moment she's just graduated from university both of them have just mm -hmm. graduated from university one of them is going off to do an internship um and she's kind of more of the like good student type of character yeah. she's like um really cares a lot about school and about progressing in her career and stuff but she's like you can see she has so much pressure on her shoulders and everything is really scary and it's really intimidating but she feels like she has to like have a poker face on all of the time and then the other character is like the exact opposite and it has like is a giant mess <laughs> she is a chaos machine <laughs> she's a giant giant mess um, she doesn't know what's going on she, right at the beginning. Actually, the beginning of the book is so freaking hilarious. Do you remember it starts yeah. at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> um, they're literally standing in the airport, the main character and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend says, I think we should start seeing other people. <laughs> <laughs> they're about to she go on a trip looks, together. <laughs> the, yeah, she just looks completely <laughs> ridiculous standing in the airport with her little backpack. Um, I think maybe they'd just gotten back from a trip or something because i feel like she, well, goes, she was supposed to be going to australia and then she ended up not going the oh, boyfriend went right. by himself with that, with that person yeah you're yeah. right you're right um so anyways it it starts off on that note of it's and you know what we kept saying while we were reading it what? it kind of felt like a rom-com yeah like we could see it seemed it had movie vibes for sure it, it felt just like a rom-com where things were like a little bit ridiculous you yeah. can imagine a movie starting that way where it's like the main characters in a bustling airport and then she gets broken up with in the mm -hmm. first four minutes of the film yeah and now she's at her parents like what in the hell am i supposed to do i have mm -hmm. no plans um and so it's it was a story really just about being in your 20s so you're still you know in you're still young you still don't have like a, de a definitive career you're still trying to figure things out but you're not young anymore mm -hmm. you're not like i'm 21 i don't know what i'm doing and it's like oh yeah of course not you're 21 no you're like 25 <laughs> you're 23 ish yeah. and you're sort of like <laughs> you should probably have a bit of a path um and so it's that kind of awkward phase between and i think i'm trying to think of like the last time i read a graphic novel that wasn't 
teenagers mm-hmm. and i don't remember so yeah. maybe that's part of the reason we liked it because the characters yeah, it, felt like they were our more age. our age yeah and it was downright hilarious like this hilarious. book made us we were just sitting there reading together and every few pages we would just like burst out laughing because there was just hilarious lines and the illustrations yeah. made things funny and it was just it was great i wasn't expecting it to be quite as funny as it was but it was fantastic yeah, I really very liked conveniently, it. it turns out that me and Raylene read graphic novels at exactly the same <laughs> yeah, page. We were always on the same page. We we're always on the same page somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other fun thing about that one was that it's witchy, but it wasn't that witchy. Like the main characters mm. don't ever do magic. That was something we kind of talked about too, which I think is kind yeah. of interesting to know going in. It's like a magical world where, like, there's magic for everyone pretty much, but other people, like, you can study magic in school, which is, like, what the main character wants to do. Yeah. And, um, or she thinks she wants to do it anyway. And so that was kind of fun. Like, it's, we thought we were going into I it agree. thinking, like, they're witches. And then it was like, oh, but they're, like, they're not, like, casting spells and stuff all the time. They're no, just, like, being was... people in their 20s. They're, like, exactly. just being college graduates. It was a, an interesting, like, mix. Yes, it we just happened it. to be set in... A, like an urban fantasy world mm-hmm. and i think that's why it wasn't really pointed out because it was like it wasn't like hogwarts where it was like harry potter didn't even know there was a world of witches and now he's yeah. learning like as long side us no in this world it's like everybody knows about all these magical creatures mm-hmm. and everything and so it's they they never talk about the magic because why would yeah, you it's, it's just like there. you know you don't talk about the water you're swimming in as they say mm-hmm so yeah, that was or cool. that you're drowning in. Anyways, uh, what's the, <laughs> what's the what was the second book we read? The second book we read was Seance Tea Party, which you mentioned a little while ago because you had started reading it. I sure had. Yeah, and I got that one from the library as well. Luckily, my library is very well stocked with graphic novels, so I was Apparently. able to go grab stuff. Because I mean, first of all, all of my books are packed up, so it was kind of dependent on what books you had and then what I could find at the library. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it worked out really well, so we read that one too, and. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say I loved it. It was okay. <laughs> it was very cute. It, Like you mentioned before, it is very middle grade. Um, yes. So that's part of it. Like I'm not the intended audience. So it is like yes. more simple and just like about a girl who's kind of lonely, doesn't have a lot of friends. And she makes a friend. She makes friends with the ghost that shows up I in her house. think that if I was 11... And you gave me this book. This will be <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite books. 100%. Yeah. The drawing style, the illustration style is so beautiful. And again, autumnal as mm-hmm. hell. Oh, like, this one was really autumnal. Yeah. This is so autumnal. And actually, I want to read that note. Do you remember you found that note right mm-hmm. at the beginning? It says, Seance Tea Party was conceptualized in a moleskin notebook, sketched and penciled using Procreate on an iPad Pro, then colored and finished in Photoshop. It was lettered in the author's hand. So it was really cool to kind of get that little tiny bit of behind the scenes Mm -hmm. right before you go into the book. And you're sort of like, this is really cool that somebody like made this entire book on their iPad. Like it's just them drawing it out. It wasn't this big, scary, intimidating thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And the illustrations are just, they're so beautifully done. The colors and everything, like we said. However, like you said, it's just for, it's for kids. It's yeah. for kids. <laughs> it's for kids. And so it's like, I feel like the thing about kids uh, movies is like, if they meant a lot to you when you watch them, if there's like that nostalgia factor, you'll mm-hmm. always love them. Yeah. But like as an adult watching just a kid's film, it's a little bit more difficult to get into, right? Because you yeah. know, the jokes aren't for you. The like aesthetics mm-hmm. aren't for you. Um, and so when we, when we were reading this, 
we just kind of were like, okay. <laughs> we were a lot quieter reading this one than we, we were, were reading the first book. So true. That's something that's I so noticed. <laughs> and that just goes to the power of like literally reading stuff at the right time, right? Like literally we just said an embarrassment of which is the characters are our age mm-hmm. and we found it relatable and hilarious and the yeah. jokes made sense to us and you're dealing with like relationship dynamics and you're dealing with like trying to decide on a career. In this book the girl is dealing with like growing up and imagination and mm-hmm. middle grade friendships. And it's like, I haven't worried about that in a long time. Thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my mom are rewatching eighties movies right now. And we just watched 16 Candles, which is a freaking mess. There's a lot of sketchy stuff. In I, I imagine. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I it think I remember. It has not <laughs> aged well at all. I can't imagine that, like, I mean, even in the 80s when it came out, it probably was a little bit controversial. But regardless, uh, we also watched Dirty Dancing, which I believe to be one of the greatest films of all time. Nobody puts baby in a corner, <laughs> damn it. Um why did I bring this up? Oh, yeah, because my mom in like 16 Candles, I don't know, there was some high school clip and my mom said to me, interestingly, she was just like, I wonder what you were like in high school. And I was like, all oh, right, because you wouldn't see me like in class yeah. and stuff. And I was like, I, I was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was like, what? What do you mean? Like, did you? I was like, well, the main thing was that I didn't participate. I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be in school. So for me, school was like a job. I showed up to my job. I did the work required. I would go home to my real life where my family and my brother mm-hmm. was. I was like, that's how it worked for me. Um, and so, and but like, I had to remember that because high school is 10 years away now, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Middle school, elementary school is like 15 years ago. So I yeah. think it's just harder for you and me to read a book like this. But definitely, we did but appreciate it. Yeah. Very cute. Oh, well, there you go. We reviewed a bunch of books. Now it's time for the Halloween book tag. <gasps> okay. Question number one, Raylene. Are you ready? Do we have anything else to add before we die? I don't think so. I'm ready. All right. Question number one. Favorite scary book? Uh, must read book for Halloween. Oh, jeez. This one pick? was tough, but I decided I had to go with my favorite horror novel, which is It by Stephen King. <gasps> that one is a must read for any person who enjoys spooky books or horror. Um, and just like, I just love the vibe of that book so much because like the whole, like there's just like six kids, like a bunch of boys hanging out running around on their bikes in the 80s and whatever like i love that vibe although yeah i feel like it might take place before the 80s and i can't remember but anyway just great just fantastic i love it so much i do not read scary books Mm. so uh the two i'm gonna mention are ones we've talked about loads because i just don't have that big of a pool to pick from but number one emily carroll's through the woods into the woods through the woods through the the woods woods. yeah um it just i remember how fun it was to read that book and how grotesque and scary a lot of the imagery is Mm -hmm. um and then the other book is 172 hours on the moon yeah and like we talked about recently it's probably not scary to read anymore as an adult maybe it's just a book of its time like in the 2010s it was doing something Mm -hmm. really new that it isn't really doing anymore and i also don't think it would be scary to read it the second time once you already know everything that's going down however I wanted to mention it because I that was the scariest I've ever been reading a book. I've never mm. been more scared in my life while reading a book. <laughs> and, you know, I was 18. I remember reading it outside on my uh, balcony in the night. And I just, whew, the vibes were immaculate. Yeah, scary. <laughs> scariest book cover. 
That's a fun question. Oh, yeah. I actually I haven't looked, looked at these in a while. <laughs> I looked up a bunch of scary covers to try and find what I found to be the scariest. And I'm going to send you a link to this one because it's terrifying. It's called Ooh. The Land of Laughs by Jonathan Carroll. Land of Laughs. Yeah, you got to look this up. There's a couple oh, yeah. different covers, but you need to look at the one that is it has big red font and there's creepy little guys sitting on oh, a front porch. I don't porch. like that. Rain. Yes, it's deeply I don't terrifying. Like so that at I'm all. gonna describe it. I'm gonna <laughs> describe it for the listeners. It's horrible. <laughs> I really hate it. So there's just a bunch oh of like God, figures it gets horrible the sitting more you on a zoom porch. <laughs> I know. I know. Zoom in close. So first of all, starting on the left, there's this yellow like diamond with a face and he's got a big mouth and big scary eyes and he's staring at this man sitting next to him the man sitting next to him looks normal but then behind him there's like this weird looking guy dressed in like royal garb he has six arms and he's green and he has a tiny head <laughs> and there's a scary man inside the house looks like he's trying to come out and murder everyone it's just a lot of like creepy creepy imagery and i going on there. don't understand it i don't know what's happening but i kind of want to read this book because it looks so creepy and might actually freak me out in a way that books usually can't <laughs> So yeah, That's the amazing. land of laughs looks horrible. I hate it. I really yeah. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you what did you pick? Um, I did a little bit of a cop-out answer because I just don't I guess I didn't have I didn't find any creepy ones, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but the ones that I picked, the first one is just the book cover that I have found the creepiest and it's All My Friends Are Superheroes. You know that book? Oh, you've told me you mentioned you talked about that on the podcast a long time ago. Yeah, wait a minute. Is that the name? Yeah, all my friends are superheroes. Okay, so the book cover that I own is the one that's like a blue shield. It's like illustrated. Okay, but the more Ooh. popular cover, maybe the like more international cover, I'm not sure, is this like scary antique photo. It scares me because I'm scared of antiques. Okay. <laughs> So I remember wanting to read this book and I couldn't because I refused to buy this cover because I was so creeped out. Even now I'm going to close the tab because I don't want to be staring at that guy. It's freaking me out. Um, <laughs> so there's that. But then the other one is, and this is just kind of, it's scary in how bad it is. Okay. If you get my drift. It's the cover of 1984. That is the Signet Giant cover. I think that's what they called it. 1984 Signet Giant. If I type that in, yes, it comes up. I'm looking it up. Um, this is the one that's got like people drawn on the cover. Do you see mm -hmm. that, Raylene? Yes. It's like weirdly like a rom com -y, like seductive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like literally... <laughs> The woman it looks like a pinup model and like why she would be wearing lipstick and like have plucked eyebrows and like an, an intense cat eyeliner <laughs> in a dystopian future. The plunging neckline that like goes down to her belly button and yeah. then this giant plaque that just says the anti-sex league. It's just too much. And then there's this guy on the left. Yeah, that guy in the background like, is really what's weird doing like <laughs> bondage suit. I don't know what anyone was thinking with any of this, That's but hilarious. it scares me. Okay? It scares me. It's I really freaky. want a copy of this. I think that this would be hilarious to add to my or yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay, next question. If you could go trick-or-treating with any author, who would you pick? <laughs> for this one, I thought about it for like 
20 seconds and I was like, yep. let's be realistic. Who would I want to hang out with while trick-or-treating, which has got to be one of the most boring activities as an adult. Um, and that you would be... A.S. King? No, I picked John oh, Ronson. Okay. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'd be fun to hang out with. Well, yeah. I'll like say there was a bunch of we're probably accompanying children who are trick or treating. Um, he would just That's be hilarious. funny, and it would be fun to hang out with. <laughs> I love that answer. I honestly went in a very similar direction. I picked A. S. King because I was like, she has a kid. Maybe her kid is like a teen though, so maybe mm-hmm. they don't go trick or treating anymore. But I was like, okay, they they would actually go trick or treating. I could join them while they trick or treat, yeah. I guess. And then I was like. A.S. King is the kind of like badass superhero that would like have a cool costume and like dress up yeah. and it would be really fun to dress up and then we could like you said exactly like you said I was thinking similarly I was like we could walk around and talk mm-hmm. I guess I sort of just answered this question of like who would I want to go on a walk with yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right number four if you could dress up as any bookish character for Halloween who would you be? This one is fun. I thought I would give a quick shout out to other bookish costumes I've already done just because yeah. I want to brag. Um, so I, a couple of years ago at the bookstore, we all dressed up like Alice in Wonderland characters and I was the White Rabbit, which was Cute. a very fun costume. I've also been Professor Lupin, which was my costume last year for my Halloween when I stayed home. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I was Anne of Green Gables. So I've mm-hmm. done all of those costumes and they were very fun to put together. However, the... I have two costumes that I really would like to do, but both of them are couples costumes and it would be hard to get Kyle to do this because he doesn't like <laughs> one of the movies. So um, <laughs> so the first one, that one would be um, to be Buttercup and Wesley of The Princess Bride. That's so I think cute. that would be so much fun because it would be a fairly easy costume. He doesn't like that movie? No, he hates The Princess Bride, unfortunately. Um, That's really interesting. I feel I like I'm picking up some interesting clues about the <laughs> movies that Kyle likes because he also doesn't like... Um, back to the future oh yeah so i'm like i think he doesn't like silly movies i think that's possible right yeah, he doesn't like com- he does definitely not like watching comedies very often it's hard that's to get interesting. Him to watch yeah okay that's just a um, friendship observation <laughs> very well done well picked up the other the other costume that i think would be so fun but like so hard to do would be to be egret and Jon snow from game of thrones incredible i, I would incredible. love to do that but they wear so much fur like I don't know how I could find a costume that would look like that. But I think it would be so fun and I get to have bow and arrows and like to to do the whole thing, I think would be so much fun. So that's really cool. Those are my picks. I have never done a couple's outfit before. I've only done it once. Kyle and I dressed up as actually this is a bookish costume too. We dressed up as R and Julie from uh, Warm Bodies. Kyle was the zombie and oh, I was the, yes. the girl. That's yeah. so cute. That was I a long time that. ago. I forgot about it. I don't think I've seen a photo of that. Oh, I'll see. I'll have to see if I can find one because it was kind of a funny thing too because Kyle looked a little bit like Nicholas Holt back in the day. Um, he had Incredible. a similar a similar vibe. So we're like, this would be perfect. You would look just like him. Um, I'll try and find you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> please, please do. Okay. So I personally, the next costume I do that I actually put effort into. Here's the problem, okay? And I think people are going to relate to this problem, really. Mm -hmm. I love dressing up. I think doing costumes are fun. But they're less fun if you don't have anywhere to go. And the last few years, um, I haven't gone anywhere for Halloween. Not just the pandemic, like the few years before that as well, because I keep moving. I move a lot. 
as everyone knows, I move a lot. Maybe not anymore. Isn't that weird to think about? Maybe my moving days are over. But mm-hmm. regardless, I move a lot. And so I never know anyone. So it's not like I'm going to go to a party or something. Yeah. And so I never prepare a costume. And I just end up throwing something together of what I have. Um, mm-hmm. And like last year, I was a witch. That was actually a really cute costume because my mom had the perfect black dress and we had like a little witch hat. That was really fun. Nice. Um, the recent costume that I really loved a couple years ago was I dressed up as Ripley from oh, yeah. Alien. Oh, God. Ripley's so cool. Um, <laughs> but definitely, definitely, definitely the next one I want to do are or is Anne of Green Gables mm-hmm. like let's not get around here it's Anne of Green Gables yeah but incredible. if I did do a couple's costume I I think I would be really cheesy and do uh Mr. Darcy and Liz Bennett because oh yeah. that's so cute and seeing Connor dressed up as Mr. Darcy <laughs> I think would be really fun yeah <laughs> ah okay the next question if you could find anything in your trick or treat stash from any book what would you hope to find so the idea is like you can pull out a treat some some more food from a book or something um this was i mean hard and easy at the same time it would be almost anything from harry potter because they have great food i'm Um, literally (laughs) looking at a list right now of the different like ice mice these sweets make your teeth chatter and squeak when you eat them which sounds like a novelty for a few minutes (laughs) (laughs) i put um this isn't candy but i put pumpkin pasties because i've made them and they're delicious (laughs) oh i've never had them yeah they're so good also i would want butterbeer i know that's not a snack but i will i would want like straight out of hogsmeade in a bottle butterbeer god that'd be cool i know right the first answer that came to mind for me was Turkish Delight from me too. Yeah. Narnia, but I don't actually like Turkish Delight it's and I don't really weird. care about Narnia. It's just like such an iconic sweet. I know. I know. The first time I discovered that Turkish Delight was a real thing you could get at the just at the grocery store, I was like, what? I know. I thought it was made up. <laughs> we saw it. Me and my brother saw it for the first time at Bulk Barn. <laughs> I just got it from Save On Foods. Yeah, that's like the most Canadian thing you've ever heard. Bulk Barn yeah. is just like a, a whole uh, a place where you can get bulk foods. And they just had a big container full of Turkish delight. And we were like, I thought that came from C.S. Lewis's imagination, <laughs> right? What's Apparently happening? not. <laughs> I'm looking at this list. Blood flavored lollipops. I forgot those were a thing in the book. Do you oh remember God. that? They're for vampires? Because yeah. there's vampires yes. in the Harry Potter world. You just never hear about them. You never hear about them. That would be cool. Oh, man. There's so much more in that world I, I wish we could learn about. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I didn't answer the question. I think I don't. I, I think it's just like Harry Potter stuff. I don't know. All of it, like mainly the chocolate frogs. Oh, I love chocolate. Yeah, chocolate frogs are cool. <laughs> Absolutely. I get a cool collectible card. Yeah. Sign me up. Um, Okay. The final question. In what fictional world would you like to go trick or treating? I mean, we're just backpacking on the last one because obviously I would choose the wizarding world because... Hashtag HP. Imagine freaking going trick or treating on Diagon Alley. They would all give you magical candy, like all the candy that you could hope to get from... They'd all be cursed and like little fun curses. Yeah, like the... Oh, that's true because I'm sure they would include tricks. Absolutely. Oh my God, you're right. They'd have the tricks. Yeah. They'd have the tricks and the treats. (gasps) And it would all be magical and you'd get cool candy and it would be so fun. Oh, it would just be delightful. Wow. That's 
really cool. So yeah, there's no other place I would rather go trick-or-treating because that's the only place that's like cool. Yeah, You can't go trick-or-treating in Narnia. There's only like four people there and they're all animals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm trying to imagine like if I was a kid, Mm -hmm. if my answer would be any different and I'm like, no, obviously not. I mean, when you're a kid, the, the only thing that really matters is house density you want a lot of houses next to each other so you got you can hit up a lot we used to live in in like really rurally so we would drive into the suburbs like completely suburbs that had nothing to do with our community yeah we would just like drive into a random this giant suburb that had been built and it was just like house after house after house was perfect (laughs) oh man those were the days those were the days did you use pillowcases ever when you went trick-or-treating i may have once or twice but usually i think i used some kind of bag yeah at some point we got to the pillowcase stage and that that's when you can really start lugging it around man. Mm-hmm. those are as long oh, as you're man. strong yeah that's beautiful because <laughs> you can like swing it over your shoulder <laughs> yeah you know what halloween is beautiful I that is halloween. such a beautiful idea <laughs> like come on kids dress up and we'll give you all candy that's that's so nice i I I always go home at the end of the night and sit on the floor and sort my candy into piles like what why did we do that i don't know i don't know why we did it to be organized we needed to do it but also i remember like i would do bar graphs (laughs) with my (laughs) (laughs) with with my chocolate because i'd be like okay i put it all sort it all into piles and then i'd like do bar graphs so that you could see like look kit kats go up all the way here and then coffee crisp and i only got one of these oh i see you did it with the candy i thought you meant you actually made bar graphs of your candy yeah i was like that's dorky (laughs) no no no, i did it with the actual candy and i was like map it all out (laughs) oh that was the power of candy infographics um Mm -hmm. anyways this was a fun episode everyone thank you so much for hanging out with us we are off to record our patreon mini podcast books on bucket today we're answering we're answering this question from um vanya thoughts or opinions on fonts margins font size chapter titles what's important to you what's a deal breaker what do you love to see in books me and raylene have a lot of thoughts we have a lot of topic <laughs> so we're gonna record that it's um a mini podcast that comes out every week as a bonus for our patrons so if you're interested in checking that out uh head on over to patreon.com forward slash books unbound podcast or just books unbound oh i've forgotten patreon let me visit my computer knows it's patreon.com forward slash books unbound um and thank you so much to everyone who already is a patron and supports the pod um and also um definitely check out our merch at least give it a look it's so pretty (laughs) it's linked in the show notes or you can head over to our website booksunboundpodcast.com all right everyone we will talk to you guys next week we hope you have a happy halloween Woo! bye bye bye